being more vocal and getting on guys and letting us know, like, all right, it's time to, you know, turn it up or lock in or whatever we got to do. So uh, I think Ant is stepping into that role and, and doing a nice job. If you heard some of those cuts in there that sounded like, wait a minute, that didn't happen last night. That didn't happen last night. That, that, that happened a long time ago, Jack. What's up with that on the montage? Well, I'll tell you what's up with that on the montage is those three events that you just heard that sound a little different, they all happen on this date, October 25th. Uh, Buckner, Twins win World Series, their first, and Jim Marshall, all on the same date. I guess it does make sense that Game 6 of Buckner would be the same night as a year later. Right. If you're thinking oh, about yeah. it. If yeah, you, if you actually yeah, you think about that. That was a Saturday night for Buckner and yeah. a Sunday night for the uh, Twins on the same date on the 26th. 86, uh, 86 87, and 64. Yeah, 25th. That's what it is today. I can't even imagine it. It's, it's October 25th. I know. I just, September and October they may be the fastest months, aren't they? Oh. I guess July's there. But you're on the road, Which so you probably un- think like... <laughs> right, there's all fast. It's all like just mixes together. It's like, all right, do what I have this again? And I'm, uh, and I hope Do you mom, question what date is sometimes? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I'm thank goodness we have cell phones now because I can just pop yeah. this on and go, okay, it is the 25th. Because if you're on the road, you got to be wondering that a lot. Yeah, you know? it's just, it's not there. The only way I used to, because I have four siblings and I, I have a good idea of the but I have a sister that I share the same birthday, so I always have a good idea, like, when it's around my birthday in sure. November. My brother, uh, his birthday is Halloween. <laughs> you know, well, pretty so easy to remember. So, yeah, so I've got a good day. Mom just had one on the 21st. So I, I kind of go by birthdays, and around there I keep a, I'm like, okay, Mom just had her When is yours Saturday, again? November 14th. Hmm. A lot of fall birthdays in your family. Yeah. They're, I'm just saying. Well, uh, <laughs> Well, we, well, we had to get the crop in. <laughs> no, we were we weren't a far we were long, long cold winters in we, Williston. We, yeah, yeah, you you grow up in <laughs> yeah you know, the the prairies of wherever. Uh-huh. Um, I hope Mom's not tuning in today because I, I said I might uh, surprise her. Sure. With a uh, with a, I got a football game Saturday, as you know, against Indiana State, and then uh, since it's a one o'clock game, I thought, oh, one o'clock, I'm out of the Alaris by you know five ish and change. Four hours and change to Williston from there. I mean, I mean, Willie at a decent time. But then, as I make these planes, <laughs> these planes, Derek, it never seems to fail. It's like, of course, what's getting hit right now in Western North oh, Dakota? Oh yeah, you know, and they're going to have a swap. So I'm still planning on it because I think the car, you know, you drive slow. It's like we never, you and I've never driven, and you know, well, it's always the first be- one that wigs people out when, yeah, like for what's forecasted, it's kind of like in late February, like, huh. You know what I mean? I mean, for what I'm seeing, I checked two which things. This is our first one to get used to. And used to drive truck, and do, we've been doing radio for decades, oh, yeah. and drive truck and all that. So you're professional, um, and I like to think I've driven enough to understand. But the only two things I look at, knowing that I've got a little uh, a drive or something, is uh, obviously the precipitation, is the wind, and then the overnight temperature this time of year. What's yep. the overnight low going to be? What's the precipitation going to be? In what form? And, and and is it you know the wind? So that's that's the so those are our listeners today in Western Nodak or Eastern Montana. Uh, you certainly are are feeling it. There's no question. North Central North Dakota. I think there's a, that swath is running through there, and it's here we are. <laughs> here we are. Southeast North Dakota is all going. Whew, okay, we're not getting that thing that starts with six to ten or ten. Yeah. To it, all that we're not doing that this weekend. My daughter just texted. She's flying in from Denver Friday, and I'm driving her to Grand Forks. And she doesn't, she's like, Dad, can they, uh, uh, what's the story? 
They're going to let planes. I'm like, yeah, honey, you're going to be all right. Hopefully, knock on wood. Right. I said, but you're coming from Denver, so wherever your plane is that you're taking, you got to check where that plane was before it gets to DIA to take it to North Dakota because that plane could be late if it's coming from Montana or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's that's the airline. Uh, that's the airline. But here we are, Derek. I mean, it, it is one little system, and it starts skewing. You know, high school prep football games are going to get a little chilly this weekend. Yes, they will. They're going to get a little yep. chilly this week. And speaking of which, and uh, and there's just a lot there. You can go to you know, 740thefan.com for, for scores and or kfgo.com. Uh, your Trojans really put their foot on the gas yesterday, huh? Yeah. Early. Well, and then, then just kind of back to 74 to well, 6. Well, trying to do as much as possible. The tough, but these games put the coaches on all sides of it in tough, such, tough situations. Yeah. Because. I remember, you know, I, I've talked about this before. I live vicariously through my hometown's football team now because, yes. you know, we, were, we weren't we were as good. We had a lot of talent, but, man, our conference, you know, I mean, you know the Heart Lakes Conference. When I was playing, Charlie Nelson was the quarterback for <laughs> Purim. Purim. Yeah. And, you know, went on to have a great career at the University of Minnesota. Frazee just down the road was tough. I mean, they had some dudes, right? Well, and then the late yeah. Aaron Drummond played for Perm too, so right. I should mention that. I mean, they had some dudes there. You played in the wrong era yeah. as per Breckenridge the- had yeah. Chad Desjardins running over me, and then Jason Miller for Manoman had oh, yeah. him running around me. So he I mean, to play college football, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, they both did. I mean, it was just yeah, pretty all. all impressive. Then we played Dawson Boyd with uh, was it Jeff McDonald? I can't remember what his name was. Ooh. He went on to play. They're doing spread offense before it was cool. He went on to play Division One basketball at. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The only game we lost that we probably should have won was Bagley. We defeated Pelican Rapids. But my point is, is that <laughs> we had a tough time. We did not make the playoffs. Not everyone made the playoffs then. When did it and, change? And it was okay. When did it change? When they went to more sections. Because it used to be class AA, A, B, C, and nine men. And then they added more classes. And they so they went from, they went from, so let's see, C, B, a, so they so, went from five classes to now seven. So from the like, say, say take me from the early to mid nineties, you know, to now, and then with with all this going on, have they revisited? And by they, I'm talking about activity associated. Have they revisited with athletic directors and so on and so forth, and gone back and said it's time to think about some of the disparity in these scores and or forfeits, by the way, right? Uh, that happened in the state of Minnesota. To restructure the, the I think they want to leave it up to the actual athletic directors and coaches to make that decision. What like pers- Laporte, Laporte forfeited to Fertile Trammy. Yeah. And I don't fault them for that. But I, the, the point I was getting at it being one and seven those two years, if they would have told us that we were going to go play a playoff game against the Yellow Jackets again, yeah. we would have wanted to do it because yeah. right. of course you we would. were, we, I mean, we might have gotten throttled again. I, we it's don't another know. Another game, though. But A, you always believe you're going to do it. It's almost like you're, yep. you know, ten feet tall and bulletproof at the bar way too late, right? Against the the, right. the big right. know, six foot five guy, you think you can do it, even though you probably can't. Right. But you always believe it, and the coaches don't want to take that away from you. So if the coach at Kirkson said, "Hey, man, let's go do it again. I know we got drilled sixty six to nothing let's a week and a half measure, ago, let's but go let's measure go up again. Yeah, we only have seven guys on the sidelines, but we're going to do it again." You can't tell these kids to quit, and it it's just a mentality. They're trying to get live them, give them life lessons here. On the other hand, it puts the coach for a top seed in a tough position because, A, he wants his players to get reps because yep. they're going to have games against the Section 6 AA champ. And, yep. you know, most Pelican Rapids is not going to be an easy game for if they, you know, if, Pel- 
if Barnesville gets by Frazee and Pelican Rapids gets by Park Rapids, which yep. if everything goes chalk, that's going to be a tough game. Yep. Pelican Rapids was leading Barnesville 8-6 to six at halftime. My point is the coach wants to get some reps in too. And then if it's 48-0, to no, you know, nothing with two minutes left in the first quarter, what do you do? You're not getting that done. You yeah. might as well have had a practice and, and, and did it that way. If you, if you revised it and eliminated some games, would Minnesota then not have to play a two-game week? No, because you'd most I can't see them wanting to get away from a four or five game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can understand Tuesday night having but, but not everybody would have a two game win. I think I would play the three, six game and four or five game, but I think seven and eight, too bad. Sorry. The first two seeds get a okay. bye. All right. To your point, and I, I'm curious what ADs and, and coaches would say, it's almost like a uh, a baseball manager that that uh, is deciding whether to take a pitcher out, and he gets talked out of that, comes back, and then the pitcher, you know, gets rocked or whatever. Don't leave it to him to make the decision. The yeah, pitcher, it's hard. Take the decision out of the pitcher's hands. Yep. Get him out. Meaning, just take the decision out, uh, because every coach worth their salt is going to say, "Well, we'll play it." Every player worth their competitive athleticism is going to go, yeah, we want another shot at Barnesville. I think the coach for the seven or eight seed is in a tough position because you're not only just coaching kids to be you know, playing for that game. You're trying to coach them for life lessons. And the last thing they want to do is say, we're not going to even show up. Right, so that's it. Because I, what, what I learned from – we're getting kind of deep in the woods here, but – what well, I learned, learned from, from your failure, I learned from my experience yeah. of playing football is I got too passive aggressive. I got angry at film study, and I just didn't want to get yelled at on Monday film anymore. <laughs> and so I probably didn't try as hard, or even wanted to get in the field as much right. my, late in my late in the season, both my junior and senior years. And I bleep and regret it every day, Jack. But, right? Don't and so when think- so when and I'm not speaking bad of him, but so like when Ed Schultz would come here and chew my butt for something I did wrong on the right, air or whatever, right. instead of going into a shell, I said bleep it, I'm gonna do it better. That's the life that's, lesson that's right. that my football experience going one and seven my junior and senior year, I took two in life here. And cause as you know, this career, it's knocked me down right. a few times. And 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 you and for those who don't know, Derek produced Eddie's uh, you know, shows. No, I mean, and, just, and we were, worked with him. He was our and you went, and plus he was a colleague. We all did. He shows. was our operations manager for many years. Yeah. yeah. No, that that's right. And we and we learned that. That's uh <laughs> So I think for the coach at a, a school around the area, they it they really have to have a hard time saying because if you're leaving up to the kids of the vote, and you got a team captain who thinks that he can beat up anyone in the bar, that, I'm using that as an analogy. Right. They're going to say, no, we're going to go play them again. Yeah. We can do it. We want to shock the world, Jack. Where's the line? Because we all learn from losses just probably more than you do from, from your wins, certainly. Well, in, 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 any setback you, you learn. And not that, you know, and not, that I, not that I wanted us to lose when I was in high school or my daughters when they were playing volleyball for a century and then going, well, I hope they get knocked around a little bit before state. That'll get, that'll, that'll show them. You know, that'll get them hungry for the whole thing. Not that you, you wish for it, but it's like young announcers when I – when we go out to the field and he, like a young announcer doing a play-by-play for the first time, secretly I'm thinking, "Boy, I hope something really messes up. I hope I hope the gear doesn't work for a second. I hope it like goes offline for a minute, and I hope he does it. Why? Because <laughs> I know that it's going to happen. He's going to be more prepared for it the next time. But where's the line? Where's the line where he, there? It's a law of diminishing learning returns in a seventy-four to six game." In a seventy-two nothing game, in a sixty-five to ten game, in a you know what I'm saying there, where's the line of diminishing learn 
But is that a crazy thought by me that bottom two teams of an eight-team section, which they've narrowed it down to, right? Mm-hmm. You don't go more than eight. There's less than eight many. I mean, there's a lot of teams that got buys yesterday. One, two, buy. Three, play six. Four, plays five. You're still playing two of those winners' events. You're still doing a Tuesday, Saturday. Because the section coordinators in the Minnesota State High School League will tell you, well, look at look what happened with New York Mills and West Central area, right? It's a six that beat a three. And pretty good, right? I mean, yeah, as far as the final yeah, score. Couple, uh, more than two The scores. Eagles have had a pretty good program the past couple of years. They go out and they get the win. Whatever happened in the regular season doesn't matter. And so then they'll cling to that. I would look at the percentage of sevens beating twos and the eights beating ones. If there's, if that, you know, that's, if that's ninety nine point nine percent, you're almost trick. You're almost stepping into what North Dakota has been battling with when the old three class party came up. You know, there's this 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 equitable opportunity. It's not like I know the old adage, like everybody gets a ribbon. That's the whole, you know, you want them in because everybody gets a, and that I get it. But there, there are parts of North Dakota where you're saying, you know what, no matter what, just from fear, uh, sheer population and, and enrollment, that that I could tell you schools that just aren't going to have a shot to ever no. win uh, a district, a region, certainly a state, because just they just don't have the numbers on, on that. So this isn't a numbers argument, is it, Derek? Maybe it is in some aspect. Uh, for yours, is is like we if you've played a regular season – which is now what in high school? Are you getting seven games in? Are you getting eight, six, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in that neighborhood? Um, chop off the eight team sections, and uh, seven and eight had six, seven, eight, nine opportunities to be one through six, and I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. No, you know? I'm with you. Right? I, I think that's fair. And, and if it, uh, you know, it, it is, you know, and so. You know, it's it's just fair. Well, and <laughs> and I also think there's a lot of you know we we talk about this quite a bit too. As I mentioned, there's five classes. You know, thirty some years ago, almost forty years ago, and uh, who's counting? Yeah, but I, I just I think there's one too many classes. Some people argue two too many classes. Mm-hmm. There's one too many classes in basketball for sure, I and mean, that's not even debatable in my opinion. Um, uh, I just I just kind of wonder. If that's something you look at, because I mean, you look at right now. Now people hate my hometown because well, they're rolling through a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, until you know, it it was Chadfield, Caledonia, Barnesville for the last how many years? Yeah, those are the usual suspects. Uh huh. Two A. Right. So that's what you have, and, and so what do you do there? Unless well, the enroll- Barnesville becomes a ghost town. Well, uh, probably going to, which is not, which is because it's twenty minutes way. from Fargo. It's going the other way. So there you go, and and I just. And of course, they had a tough fought game against EGF, and they didn't have. I mean, I might get razzed by this, but I think their best all around player in Gannon Bulgring playing. Sure. And I think that's. And so they have that going on. And so, so, and DGF, they took it to East Grand Forks and Perm. That's all 3A, you know, and no. DGF defeated Detroit Lakes, who's going to be in the semifinals. Four. <laughs> right, and we right. beat Detroit Lakes the last two years. I mean, it just there's not yeah. much separation there anymore. Yeah. And there's such a feast or famine situation in high school athletics, let alone high school football, where you really see it, Jack. Is uh, is is Minnesota, and we'll get to all this, the wild one last night, and obviously the World Series is said. We'll get to that. Casey Baravich, by the way, on our show today. It's kind of exciting, the preseason player of the year. Speaking of Minnesota standouts, yes. how about that family for athletics? How about not even playing your senior year and going to the University of Minnesota and playing there? 
with her sister Katie, and then obviously Katie had a had a, had a from a medical standpoint had to step down. Yeah, tough. Uh, but anyway, Casey's uh, KB is going to join us today at twelve forty. I've got cousins. Oh, I want to get her. Sabika, maybe that I think they fell to Burndale, perhaps okay. yesterday. But I've got a lot of first cousins whose sons and families are Sabika area people yeah. over there. So, but I'm like Sabika area there. Yeah. My question is: is is Minnesota getting like at, at times like a little like North Dakota was, where maybe the rural areas are less, you know, and people gravitating toward? I mean, are we seeing the yeah, it's populations, or is it? Well, people are flowing to the bigger areas for sure. Okay. I mean, if, well, if you'd have told me that Breckenridge was going to be a, a class smaller than Barnesville right now, and our enrollment was higher, if you'd have told me that Crookston's enrollment is lower, lower than, than Holly's right now, yeah, I mean that's really something. I, well, I did, and I don't know. You'd you'd have them revisit that though for the state. Yeah, I, I just I not I think everybody the one gets... through six and go and and seven and eight don't just because it's it's kind of. A formality at this point. I, uh, you know, there there were stories yesterday, and as I said, instead of going through 128 games and tell you what happened, but I will tell you this: looking ahead, uh, Frazee got a win yesterday, so we've got Barnesville and and Frazee Saturday, and then Friday Shanley and West Fargo on the fans, so that is good, uh, and 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 buried the lead, and and it's 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 been out, Derek, and, and I know that Coach Thiel just is, uh, you know, what a guy, and and. and for Jason, for J.O., uh, the only, you know, I've interviewed him, obviously, and had him on and doing sports. You run into it. I do know this, that Coach Thiel just was, was made a lot of impacts with area youth and, 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 and students and players, you know, certainly at Davies, you know. I think about this with Davies, you know, and, and as a coach, you always have pressure. Like, if you don't win, it's all of a sudden, oh, got another guy in, he can't win. And then Coach Thiel just is able to. To, to rise up and, 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 and for the Davies family there and now most recently at Moorhead as an assistant there and, and having a couple guys and, and Owen, who's in, I think, his senior year, uh, that and, and the sudden loss to J.O., the sudden loss to Coach Thiel just, I think, is, is you can feel in the, in the sports community, you can feel it in the community in general. Uh, started seeing that permeate last night yeah. and just uh, like everybody was just oh, – you know, this doesn't feel real. Your heart sinks. Yeah. Your heart sinks for the family. Your heart sinks for for those that that uh, that that are friends and family. So it, uh, for me and Derek, I mean, our, our condolences. And then, uh, you know, the other question is, how do you how do you how do you focus and and compartmentalize maybe and and you know, you, there's no you can't there's no button a fast grieving button when you lose a father. You know, I called a football game at Youngstown a day or so after my dad passed away, and that was tough, Derek. And I, and, you know, and I was at peace with his life and all that. But you know, even calling a game, you know, you're always because you because you only have the one mind. You oh, know, yeah. your brain is gonna. You know, your brain. You're doing the broadcast version of Brett Favre, right. you know, against you know, the you're, Raiders. You're, you're right? trying to put your yeah, brain I'm, over here right. and then use your same brain here. And then uh, you know, and for Coach Steele, just his son, who you know, you just lost your father, and then he goes out and plays. Unbelievable. Last night. And not only that play, is the real high school version right, of Brett Favre. There. Right. If, for those that don't know, and those of us, those that are tuning in in Western North Dakota today and don't know, uh, so Owen Field just goes out last night, has three picks and two touchdowns. He three interceptions, two touchdowns, and Moorhead, uh, wearing Jo patches on their helmet. You know they get a shot. They shut out Sartell, Saint Stephen, and and he has, like I said, three picks and two touchdowns. And now they go to Brainerd Saturday. So you know, boy, I tell you, Derek, sometimes. You know, life is, you know, we sit here and get to talk sports all the time and have fun. And, hey, give me your top four of this and give me the, the, one of these and all that. And then life just 
like an anvil yeah. hits you. And then it's like, okay, what's what's happening in the wake of this? And then, you know, to see what, what Owen was able to do last night, it's just, I mean, That's Kevin. goosebumps Fe- right there. You know, Kevin is such a passionate coach, Coach Feeney. You know, those of you in biz know Kevin and South and all the places he's been. And then, and I can imagine it was a heavy heart last night, and the and that post game locker room speech. My guess was probably pretty pretty heartfelt. And now they've got to go from today's Wednesday, tomorrow's Thursday, Friday prep, and then go on the road to Brainerd, Derek, which I'm sure is no guarantee for the other. Morehead goes in as you know the that's an understatement little underdogs. So. Yeah. yeah, it's just a heart's heavy. Obviously, we just yeah, we just have so much of this, Jack. It just it just heartbreaking. Yeah. People gone way too early. Yeah, oh. there's no question. We'll come back uh, and 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 get to all the docket today on a Wednesday. I just had a Butterfinger blizzard, too. And the, the um, uh, I just had two little mini Butterfingers, I, I looked but at, that's it. I looked over at your lunch yeah. today, and then I looked at my lunch. I'm like, we could make better choices, but not better as far as taste. By the way, I just went to the uh, Dull Mart. And, uh, uh, you did. I, yep. was, I was there yesterday. I bought a belt. And I just had a, I didn't even buy anything. I was looking at something that I'm pondering. Just, you know, so. And uh, the price of Halloween you? candy? Oh. Wow. <laughs> Right? We're talking about inflation. Right. Wow. That was, you talk about sticker shock. It is. Uh, yeah, that was, it was like a $29 for a bag of, of like, it was a perfect mix too. I'm probably going right. to do it. Unless you live in a, wow. unless it's like a three house cul-de-sac, you're going to, you're, it's going to be a $200 Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him, I'm going to call Lee Pazika at, at yeah. Sweet Dreams and then maybe we'll just give out old can. Is it improper to give away candy cigarettes or we, is it too soon? Uh, or was that a nineteen? Was that a nineteen seventies thing? I saw me the other day. Where was I? No, what? they they had him in the Vikings press box. Oh, right. candy cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, when I was at the Chargers game, they had the Vikings chalk, press right? box. It's just like a like a like a like a what is it? It's it's a it's tart. It's a tart stick. It's, it's sugar. Okay, <laughs> that looks like cigarettes. That's what it is. That's, that's where we, that's where you wanted to grow up in the seventies. <laughs> It was sugar. Uh, that's what it exactly and that's why looked. diabetes is running rampant that's through the country. That's exactly it. And, uh, and Fun Dip, same thing. That's USA. They, <laughs> we'll be back. More <laughs> Wednesday edition. Jack Michael Show, Derek Hansen at 740 The Fed. Oh. Got a message into Chuck Morgan, who's a friend of the program and whose son, Kelly, was a terrific catcher for the Fargo-Moorhead Redhawks. Well, Kelly's dad is the... Uh, and has been a Hall of Fame, leg- one of the legendary PA voices in baseball the last 30, 40 years of the Texas Rangers. And, and uh, you know, so he's, he's, he is as popular as anybody you're going to meet. So we got a message, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk with Chuck this week as the, uh, as the World Series will be in Arlington Friday night for Game 1 and Saturday for Game 2. I wanted to talk to Chuck uh, for a number of reasons, Derek, because the the pomp and circumstance, but you know, as the not only voice, he sits in this big, you know, Bob Casey had it. For those who didn't know in the Metrodome, he had a little room right underneath their ground level, right, you know, right behind home plate, just a little room, and he could he had a microphone and he had his thing. Now, Chuck has got a room about twice the size of the room we're in right here, with all the bells and whistles and the mic, and he runs the whole. He runs the show when you see a ballpark, a ball game at Globe Life, and it's it's just insane how everything he has to do, and it's all live, and he just and it goes. So I was curious for a World Series, you know, like the protocols and everything from the 
behind-the-scenes perspective what he's getting, which I'm sure is why today he probably won't be able to join us because he's probably prepping for all of that stuff. Yeah, it's uh, got to be exciting times right now on the Metroplex, right, as far as what's going on there. And I did not see the Diamondbacks. I wonder what the what was the money on them as far as His, that is concerned. Arizona end of the year, 125 to 1 odds mm. to make the World Series. <laughs> Texas, 50 to 1. Yeah, and because they're they're both big surprises, but the Diamondbacks, I mean, they were a poor organization. I mean, and it goes back to what we talked about. Are we seeing bottoming out rise to fame? Bot, I mean, what what is? Well, because you, you do have your dynasty. Like the Chiefs are going to be good for a while, right? They're they're going to be relevant. Yeah. The the Patriots are relevant. You, you have those things, but then for everyone in between, it seems like we're there's a roller coaster ride going on for some of these organizations. The argument on social media I saw too, and and again, we are baseball guys. I'd like to think, I, you know, you know, I'm just it's in my veins. I love it all. So anybody that has like negative to say about baseball, I'm always like, I got to hear you first, and then go. Mm. Even like with replay. Oh, I hate it. Baseball stinks. It's too boring. Really? Well, then don't watch. You know, this would be my normal response. Really? You think it is? And don't watch. Because I love baseball. It's right. Like, we don't need you. You don't, you know, I'll watch it and enjoy it. And I'll love it. And you don't like to argue as much as I do. And I don't like to argue as much <laughs> as you <laughs> Like, twiddly D. <laughs> you're, you're just like, and, and I'll try to sell. You know, it's my speech and debate. You know, it's just like, okay. hey, you know. Tend your own plate, Grandma. That'd be it. Run your own race. You know, these are the things I've lived by. These are things I tried to live on. Yeah. Anyway, but but it doesn't work when you're in the radio business. you got to kick it around. But I saw the uh, – uh, so two years ago in 2021, Texas and, uh, and Arizona combined for 212 losses. <laughs> <laughs> two years later, they were World Series. So someone tweeted out last night, and I, I – you know, and this became this, this argument. So some, some Jamoke kind of put on going – Great. See, this is why the regular season doesn't matter. This is why baseball is a joke. Well, what? that then just lit a fire under baseball people saying, no, it's not. A, it's the exact opposite. It's like you've got you to earn your right to get in, and it's the vast totalness and, and who you play and when you play them, and it's what makes baseball great is that you can go from worst to first and and you can have a you know maybe even a mediocre division get in as a wild card catch fire and and think you know so those are the arguments last night on <laughs> and I didn't get in any of them I'm just watching them going wow there's some people that just despise you know like a, a team that quote unquote shouldn't have been in there you know yeah, and I'm like I, well define that I mean it, you know it, it's it is what it is it is interesting that the NFL is more accept you know we accept that more right where you can get in just get in the tournament and make a run right mm-hmm. we, for some reason we accept that more within that league and maybe it's cuz the NBA you build a dynasty and you stay there cuz the regular season usually transpires in to chalk plane right yeah, to me right, the right. Miami Heat in the bubble were kind of an anomaly we didn't right. have that or even you know with Jimmy Butler but who rose to the top at the end? It came to the best team again, right? And yep, so, yep. so we used to talk about how the Wolves made a postseason and and played Denver tough, and of course Denver goes on and and does what they do. So right. now you feel a little bit better about the Wolves, but but Denver's... their regular season came out to come on top, and right. so I think with that league you see it all the time. Usually in the NFL, it's the one or two seed. Every once yep. in a while, you have the Packers of 2010, the 2005 Steelers. That does happen once in a while. It's very unique. Yep. In baseball, lately, it's happened a little bit more. 
I think this is a better situation than what, you know, and I'm saying this as a Twins fan, than what we saw in 87 where four teams in the ALEs probably would have qualified for the playoffs. I don't know if that Twins team could have gone through that gauntlet of what this club had to go through, right? What you're saying is this, and and here would be the stereotype of what my ears hear, what you're kind of saying a little bit. This would be the stereotype, is that that in football – I don't care who you are. If it's Cleveland that hasn't been good that gets in and makes a run, yes, Cleveland, we love football. And if it's not the Yankees, you know, if it's not the the teams we're used to getting in, it's some shoddy team that backed into it, well, baseball stinks. Well, that's a very good point. That's kind of like the stereotype that we're just talking about right there. We need the Yankees. We need at least the equivalent of the Yankees involved in this to, to really love this World Series. That you just hit the nail on the head there, I think. You think that, that because well, let's even look at a more traditional franchise like the Philadelphia Phillies. Did anyone look at the Phillies last year as oh what a joke that they got in? You know, and they got, got in the wild card and they ran the table and almost right, won the right. whole damn thing. Right. We don't think of that. And, oh. and you're, to your point, as polarizing as the Yankees are, if they go in as a wild card and go on and win the World Series, we are talking about what a joke the regular season is. So, so the yeah, fact it, that the Diamondbacks, like... where I think. Ninety-eight percent of the households in America couldn't name one player on their team unless they've been watching right. a little bit of this. Right, that's a very good point. Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny how it works. It's funny how that's the stereotype. Not so, everybody, but that's the stereotype. So here's the to your point. Let's say it's the instead of the Pittsburgh Steelers going back to what was it two thousand five, it's the Bengals that do that with a six seed. And if it's not the Packers, another, I yeah. mean, you put them in the Mount Rushmore of original. programs. Right. And yep. If it's, let's say, Detroit. the Lions as a six seed making that run to the, I, I think people are going, oh, my goodness. I mean, the, the regular season doesn't mean anything more. So I think it's more they, about the actual organization in their history than right. it is actually the regular season. And maybe it's that people may not give. You nailed it. On the fringe, right? They may not even give baseball the chance to, to, you know, they, they, this, this, this. Well, to me, it's like Creed and Nickelback. It's, it's a, it's a fun thing to just bash on baseball, right? <laughs> right. You know, yeah. That's uh, oh. <laughs> if that's an analogy at all. <laughs> but and how about Kirk Cousins has started a whole Creed thing? Did you notice that? Speaking of which, yeah, they're they're taking it from uh, uh what's it? Who's who's what, what was Scott Stapp? Yeah, but there's a, there was a team that was another team. They're, they're stealing oh. it from someone else, actually. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who it was. It's a baseball team, I want to say. Was it the Philly? No. Harrison Smith was on, uh, I think, McAfee this week, mm-hmm. and he was talking about this, and now it just escaped my brain. So, to my point. Yeah. But that's it. It's, it's it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'll enjoy Texas and uh, and uh, and Arizona. Well, some pretty good storylines. Tremendous individual uh, guys putting up numbers on that. And the Wild looked good last night. They they had to come back. They trailed a couple of times, and then uh, Ryan Hartman. Ryan Hartman. The uh, it's a good hockey little, club. They should be able to do some yeah. make some noise here if they can hang with it. They get me. healthy, get right. Baldy and Spurgey. Because I think Gustafson's going to be. I mean, we saw a little bit of it last year, and I, I think. They may have stumbled into an ace goaltender here after the whole Cam Delbert flurry thing. Oh man! And if that trade works out, yeah, I tell you, every once in a while Billy Garen hits one. Wolves in action tonight, Derek on the yeah, fan. Yeah, looking forward to this. Tonight. Here's your pay, here's your salary this year, and of course Anthony Edwards on an extent five year two sixty that I could reach. But Rudy Gobert, you know what he's making this year? Forty one mil. Yeah. Cat, thirty six mil. Mike Conley. 24 mil. Really? He year. makes that much, huh? <laughs> Nas Reed, 
twelve nine. They got some. Time. <laughs> the Wolves have a then Anson. He signed an extension too. Didn't yeah, Anson signed extension. He's going to make like thirteen five this year, and then it's going it to be like up thirty eight five, thirty eight three, forty one one, forty four, and forty six eight. Ain't my money. He's going to be. He's going to be in really good shape. After. Am I wrong for looking for? The, I mean, you know, I've been watching more Timberwolves basketball the last two and a half years than I have. Yeah. You know, probably my jump, whole life. I would jump on them this year. A I, bit. I, I I enjoy them. They drive me crazy sometimes. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns drives me batty sometimes. But I, I just think that there's that you look at that roster on paper, yeah. they're beautiful. Yeah. In real life, sometimes they're not. But just bring I mean, it together. Bring it together. I I, I said I watched uh, I watched Denver last night and they looked apart. You know, Joker, another triple double last night. Watched Devin Booker uh, get her done for Phoenix yesterday. That was uh, against Golden Boy, State. Boy, is he a talent? Boy. Boy. You know, he's not a star that we talk about enough, probably. He just flies on the way. He looks like he's 13 years old, first of all. He's just got this little like baby face, you know, kind of thing. He's got talent across the board. They had a well, Chris Paul to that, that list. You know, speaking of organizations, because, you know, it's unfortunate because it was the Bucks and Suns, that was a heck of a series. Yeah. You know, it's probably one of the better NBA finals I've ever seen, but we're not going to talk about it as much because it's not right. the Warriors or the Lakers or the right. Celtics. It's not or, Steph you know, Curry out no, there shooting it's not at LeBron. Miami Heat with LeBron, you know. Oh, that, man. But they, they that was a good series. Now, I was, and they're set for a while. I, you know, Lillard and the Greek Freak. That's going to be something to that's watch. Huge. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, if you're in Milwaukee, good. I think I've fun. talked more NBA basketball with you now than I have since I started working here in 1996. <laughs> you see, I just haven't talked with Marge about that because right. she's a Spurs girl. So I, I, I got to get the San Antonio, and they've got the big. You got the Mister generational talented oh, right. seven feet that they can dribble and all that. I'm glad we this is a great segue, Derek, into into hoops. So your preseason player of the year. Yeah. Uh you got all these accolades. I just saw Casey made another list. She is uh literally like in the last twenty four hours she was on the um oh the oh mid major player of the year watch list just popped onto that. So Rozo product whose uh family, if I'm not mistaken you name a number, another sibling group that have scored more points in the history of Minnesota basketball, and there probably are, but I know that that, that family is up there. Casey Barovich, we're going to get her out of There's a little bit of a media day, I think, going on in Grand Forks, but oh, I cool. think we're going we're to sneak away her and bring her on and, and, and chat with her. So a lot of big stuff coming up next. I should say. Then you can talk Rozo and Barnesville. Yeah, well, I mean, to... the, the amount of women athletes up there, girl athletes up there between the, you know, as my <laughs> nieces played – Girls hockey for the spuds and facing Rozo, and then <laughs> g- girls basketball has been good forever. I mean, yeah. up there. So yeah. yeah, and then the and when you do mention someone's a uh, friend you think is the best all around, make sure you mention that skilled player or, or between that and interior line that goes both ways because yeah, uh, you, the, you know a lot of fun. Yeah, the uh, yeah that too. Yeah, narrow it down. All right, we'll uh, we'll discuss that kind of <laughs> get yourself in trouble on the air sometimes. KCV KCV next on the Jack Michael Show. Derek Hanson on seven forty the fan. Show us your buck is coming to the fan. Go to 740thefan.com, click on the quick link, submit your picture of your prize big buck, and you could win a prize from Firehall Liquors in Barnesville. Visit 740thefan.com now to participate. We have uh, 
So I know Casey's got, uh, there's some media stuff going on in Grand Forks. She's trying to steal away and get back to her phone. So two voices. Tom Miller, let her be. We, Tom, we were expecting her. asking her questions. We need her to call in. Let's <laughs> text Casey and said, here, just call 888-458-6926 when you get this message. So, plus, our phone bank, I've, I've had this before with many of our guests. We have so many lines that uh, I'll call like a coach to do a thing, and he goes, ah, it came up like Al's plumbing. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, I think no, of, but that's, I've lines, heard that before. So One of our lines has the, uh, on that, you and I were over here during the break <laughs> talking about uh, if we just cut a, cut a line, you know, like central Minnesota straight down, you know, on the western side and central and cut that like so. I mean, the Hollies, the Dilworth, DGFs, the, you know, all these, Barnesville's, Faustin, all of these. Right. Roseau. You name it. We were, Derek and I were going through something like that. We couldn't think of the girl, the basketball player from Roseau that went on and played Division One at, at Iowa State. At Iowa State, and we finally hit through a. And what year was Megan Taylor? Yeah, and, and I can't remember exactly when she played there, but she, I know she entered the Iowa State Hall of Fame, which is pretty impressive if you think about it. And then she? I and I brought up and and, and I that's think, a, I mean that's a pretty good pedigree there for Rosa women's girls basketball. And right? I should know this. Um oh uh the the Miller there were Coco and Kelly Miller. Yeah. And they went on if I'm not to Georgia I want to say and they were from this is what we do. We think out loud until yeah. the answer comes to us via text at 35270, Coco and Kelly Miller. That went on and played on that. But the Barabich girls, uh, Kylie, Casey, and Katie, and I'd have to look at the all-time scores, but those three combined, and Katie didn't even play her senior year because that was a COVID thing, and she just went from not being a senior in high they school. They went to Rochester Mayo. Rochester Mayo? Yeah. Man, we get. I'm glad we've got some listeners on that side that can get that done. Uh, so hopefully, Case can find a uh, can find room to talk. But I, I just thought families, families in Minnesota, you know that that have like three at minimum three players. I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone in that state because you know Tyus and Trey uh, Jones and. Uh, you know, even JD, uh, their brother probably put up some numbers over there. I'm just trying to think of uh, families with three children or more that had better high school careers in the state of like Minnesota than the Barabich girls. Did. Yeah, I mean it was it was insane. So, yeah, the, yeah, I mean we had the Rosgas. We had I mean as far as all around athletes. I'm trying to think of, but man, that's yeah, that's a. Pretty good, <laughs> pretty good plot We will get that done. So we'll we'll give her maybe we can give her another ring there, D, and and, and maybe yeah. uh, Casey will be in there if you want to dial that up. It'd be tough to, for me to do both in one uh, fail swoop here on that. But anyway, so we're going to talk about that uh, coming up. I know that uh, that basketball season is right around the corner. Uh, North Dakota State uh, picked high, certainly for the women and the men. Uh, Dave Richmond's club is is solid. Uh, Jory Collins got a really good basketball team. Mallory Bernhard uh, for UND, a really solid club, but a lot of new faces. That, uh, but a lot of lot of high expectations. The problem is that you start playing and you're trying to put all your system in, and uh, and and get that working and get your team in a proper spot heading into the season, playing well, and and just time gets short and you run out of time. So we'll see that. Uh, South Dakota State, 
uh, will be strong on both sides when we talk about the summit. And, uh, and, and that's one thing that – that's the other thing. I look at, like, we, we talk about streaks ending. You know, the Twins snap their streak of playoffs. Yes. with You know, they finally get a win. And, uh, you know, North Dakota football obviously beat NDSU a couple of Saturdays ago, and, and that snapped a streak. You know, we talk about these streaks, Texas Rangers, so on and so forth. It, it still seems like in our neck of the woods – the streaks, or you always measure yourself up against like South Dakota State in in women's hoops, or now South Dakota that have been very strong. Yeah, you know, and and dominant. I mean, just the way that they've done it too, right? And but I go back to even the Division Two era when I was living in Sioux Falls in 1998. I mean, it's been that way going back then too, right? Yeah. I mean, we know, we all know the story of North Dakota and, and North Dakota State, but I tell you, high school basketball and, and that neck of the woods and the, just the way that people have funneled that way it's been strong for a really long time I, I I've said this before on like Mal's team in 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 Grand Forks a lot of those players some are from the area certainly uh but some are Detroit Canada you know some one of the premier Canadian players that she's got some are a lot many from Detroit and areas <laughs> and I always say people ask it well what they, do they know that they got to get past South Dakota State and they got to do this and got to do that I'm like I don't think these these kids care because they, they're not from here. They haven't grown up like under the under the anvil and foot of what the Jackrabbits have done to literally the conference, Derek. Uh, so I think sometimes not having that kind of familiarity, yeah, you understand it, but you haven't really breathed it into your lungs and and stomach and and all that stuff. That might be the best tool. <laughs> you got a bunch of kids that are from outside the region going. Oh, I get it. It's probably they're probably good. Hey, but we don't know them. We don't care, and we're young. We can maybe that's the that's the way to to go sometimes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of interesting when you look at. Uh, I think when people get in a mindset that we're going to be good, and then and it just kind of it filters down from generation to generation too, right? Where it's a culture thing, right? As much as anything else, it sometimes. is. Someone asked me the loudest uh, when uh, when Skulkton returned his touchdown is at the loudest yeah. arena, and I said, you know. Really high. C.J. Siegel picked a ball off. That was really high noise. I said it, it ranked up there with this. I was calling a, a Bison game years and years and years ago. Katie Lorenz. Hello, Langdon. Katie Lorenz is a guard. And NDSU's playing South Dakota State. And it's a time where it has flipped a little bit. SDSU's on, you know, there or them. Right, right. And uh, 13 seconds left. And Scotty Miller and I are calling, and you know, I'm calling the game, and Scott's doing cut away. And Katie Lorenz came down. And did an off-balance elbow jumper with a hand in her face that fell through the hoop. The Bison Sports Arena was packed to the, I mean, to the top. Right, right. And I literally couldn't scream any louder to get a call in on that particular shot. And it was, again, to our point, it was a team beating South Dakota mm-hmm. State. Somewhere along the line that those, those Jacks and those Yotes, they found a way to through recruiting right. and winning, and they kind of flipped the script. And it's been tough to wrestle that away from the Dakota, the Dakota universities, and to get it away from the South Dakota states and South Dakota. And it's interesting too, is that you know, it's hard when you kind of lose that to get it back a little bit, right? I mean, I mean, and I think that's maybe a little bit of the fear that you're seeing with some of the fans of the Green and Golden Town here, where they right. maybe feel it's. They, like, oh, other, other teams we, we are making a little Yeah, bit. we can't get back there because, you know, the, the adjustment to Division One was a little tough for NDSU women's basketball. I, I don't think that's wrong to say. I Tell mean, me about it. I was it, the one calling the games exactly. when they made it. Yeah. So, so 
and they want to get it back. And I think they're crawling in there. But the problem is South Dakota State, to your point, and USD are not getting any worse right. either. They're trying to right. get, and that's that's <laughs> scary. And I think that happens on a lot of different levels. You know, I mean, whether it be the high school level, man, you got to keep that going. And they'll look and say, "Oh, our, our seventh and eighth grade numbers aren't very good, right?" And and no. it, it can go in any type of program. And and so that's it's it's a very good point. And to get that back, you got to get it. a team that I've followed. One of my non-regional teams I pulled for Florida State. I mean, right, that's been a roller coaster since Bobby Bowden retired, right? Yeah, Jimbo Fisher. And then Take it he, well, uh, look at them now. Now they're back in the top five, but way they dropped after Jameis Winston was ten years ago already. Man alive! Well, and, and to that point, and and I know that that the University of Jamestown they've submitted, you know, this and and, and right. Northern Sun is visiting them, and there's hopefully that's the marriage, and and the Northern Sun will embrace Jamestown College, University of Jamestown, and bring them into the fold. But the same thing—that's the question that I guess Derek and I are actually bringing up here is what is the length of time, or can you do it overnight? Because Minot State, you marry, MSUM, I'll start in Crookston when they were in there. All you could have decent seasons and even maybe even more than decent seasons, but there's still the dogs at the top that you got to chip away from, and those dogs aren't coming down. Well, you think about the old NIA thing with uh, Ross Forchie, how good they were, right, going to the national tournament many times, and and – I think for every time that you know Coach Lockway and the one, they they get a little further, but then you, you know Duluth the, and Mankato's they're they're still geez. trying to get better too, right? I mean that's that's and, a hard and thing. And the to answer do. isn't wait for the Duluth and Mankato's to leave and go do something. Right. You got to find a no. way to get to them or kick St. Thomas out type of situation, right? <laughs> right, right. And <laughs> teams go from D three to D one and yeah. just bypass the D two. But uh, you know that yeah, that's that's the thing. How do you do it? You do it a player at a time, two players at a time. In football, the portal at a time, you know. I basketball's a uh, basketball, and now you, you factor in the NIL, you know, for to, for the Dave Richmonds and Paul Sathers and you know Mallory Bernhards right. and Jory Collins and in, in that level, Aaron Johnstons. You can go through that. Um, you know, they. You know, how many how many people are is NDSU and, and others going to leave? Paul Sathers had a couple guys freshman of the year. Boom! I'm going to I'm going to run over and transfer and do this or going to jump because my portal money is a little bit more over here and I can be seen at the maybe in the SEC as opposed to the Summit League you know it's it's a it's yeah, it's an interesting it's time a, you know I look at guy bear, I'm, I'm really going to miss watching Jared Franick wrestle at the you know at the Shields That's Center right. this year because he's transferring to Iowa and he's going to wrestle for the Hawkeyes for the Brand Brothers and there's a part of me it's like oh man West Fargo kid but you know, you can get, you blame him when you can go wrestle at Carver Hawkeye Arena? <laughs> I, you know, what I mean, there's there's something there too, right? Where you're talking nil money. I mean, what's Caitlin Clark? Isn't she making a bucket load of money from oh. Hy-Vee grocery oh. stores or something oh, down she, there? Her list of of nil endorsement deals or sponsorships, if you whatever you want to put it, is is ten twenty fold. I mean, she does. I mean, she is. She's set for life before her set for lifetime is is coming in. What's well, the Caleb Williams thing, right? What you know, you're a star at USC. You're a star at USC quarterback. I mean, you're you're every bit as popular and known in in Southern California as Jared Goff and right. and uh, the, the young man from Why Am I Going Blank on the Chargers quarterback Hebert, right? I mean, yeah, Justin Hebert. I mean, you're right there with him as far as being recognized on the streets of of L.A. It's crazy. The uh, uh, what today is Wednesday. So tomorrow, uh, FCS will release their will release their top ten, and 
it is a you know this collection. It's it's the ten, the top ten teams. It's it's like your early poll, legitimate oh. poll that shows you kind of what the committees are thinking right now are the top ten. Nice. And they're going to release that tomorrow. Now there are still several games, four games remaining in the regular season. So this isn't the end all be all. But tomorrow they'll release the top ten. This is the equivalent of the college football playoff polls that don't mean much, but t- kind of right. telling you where you're at. Right? So to Bison fans, to Fighting Hawks fans, when that comes out and your team may not it's be not in, in there, yeah. don't you know wig out. <laughs> you I'm got sure some you work will. to do. You can get there. Yes. <laughs> don't don't wig out. It's it's just that that early. Early kind of here's where you sit. Here's where these teams sit right now. All that is going to change. The month of November in the Missouri Valley Football Conference, I feel, in 2023, Derek, it is going to be like <laughs> none other. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the month, right? You just look at that schedule of all the teams. The month of it's November, awesome, by oh, the way. The month of November is going to be insane. I, I, I just it, – it is going to be – and, and – I thought I was telling Paul Ralston this. I, I, we were chatting, and I said, I, "I wonder if maybe six, if not seven, possibly make the playoffs." There, yeah, there's, there are scenarios where that could be the case. Yeah, but it's a lot. But they are going to kind of you know balance each other. They're going to eat know. each other away here, aren't but they? But you're going to see some seven and fours. You know, if mm-hmm. there's a mix and ma- lose, win win. You know, win lose win. You know, lose, win, 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 lose, win, lose. There's going to be those scenarios that could play out that could really keep this thing log jammed, where it's going to make it very tough on committees. You know, the Big Sky's got a few teams. Certainly, the Valley's got the most. They're the strongest conference in the country in the FCS. CAA's always going to have it. Then you have your automatic, uh, you know, bids that are going in. But I think that the month of November is going to be absolutely crazy. Can I ask you this? I want to ask you two things on the FCS. Yeah. We just got done talking about section tournaments. And by the way, I had a text message from someone who said the Minnesota State High School League doesn't have much to do with it. They leave it to the kind of the section people, and they just want your section winner. So it could be really up to them. So so they're they're just sitting back waiting to see who your representative is for state. So that's kind of interesting. So I mean, I do think they would all have to work in cohesion on what they want to do here. Uh, But on those lines, with all the teams that have left, the James Madisons, the Coastal Carolinas, whatever. Right. Is 16 enough? Or is the Thanksgiving weekend okay? Yeah. I think they like having the championship game that first weekend of January, but now yeah. that the NFL has got their regular season that long, I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on that. Are, are yeah, we sitting I, good where we're at? Cause, I, well, you and I both subscribe to saturation is never a good thing. In many, well, it rarely is ever a good I'm thing. I'm a Goldilocks type of guy. It's got to be right. just right. You can't Sat- be too much. You can't be too small. It's, 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 my, it's my stairway to heaven argument. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's a good song. I didn't mind hearing it, but now I don't know if I listen to it anymore because I've heard it right. so many times because stations played it all the time. So the same thing on the FCS. Are we at a comfortable 24 you know, or is it because are we letting some teams in that are that are blowing out? I want to see a little bit more data on this. I would be okay with the with the sixteen. You know, I would be okay shrink it up and just take this melting pot of sixteen because there are haves and have nots right now in the, in the FCS. One hundred percent. Period. You know, there there just are. But I think other teams have have decent wins and resumes that are 
good enough. I mean, every year you still have a few that are left out that have enough of a resume that there's arguments. They're on the fringe. Right. So you tell me, give me a year where there's no more arguments from the other, from the fringes, and even arguments like the why should 22, 23 be even here. If you give me that argument consistently, then I'll say seriously, shrink it up. But I think there's some non-scholarship conferences that should keep going, kind of the way that we have the two, you know, great history of the uh, African American conference down there that play that bowl yep. game, the Heritage Bowl. Right. I think there's some that should go with that and not even try to worry about trying to get into this tournament where they're not going to match up against right. some of the Missouri Valley football conference schools, the Montana, Montana State's Idaho's of the Big Sky. It's just it's not. It's a totally different world. Yeah. Kind yeah. of what we're seeing the F. But uh, yeah. but uh, but uh, to your point, it's a good question. I I, I like it. I. I like uh, I like rewarding those that that earn it, and I would feel like boy, you got in at four and six. What the heck is that about? Not that that happens, but you know what I mean. I, I would not to get in just to get in to have twenty four and just to get everybody in earlier because travel's always a conversation. You know, regionalization. You're going to find a team. The arguments. Oh, we've already played them. You know, you could you can maybe tear away from that, but yeah, until I I I like sixteen. But I don't mind 24. Yeah. I, I don't mind 24. I, I Some people might. I mean, there's probably the haves that are talking. I think it's good for the, the top seeds that get the week off. Right. It's probably yeah. The haves are probably making an argument going, too many teams. Right. Know, why? Because you're the haves, and you've been that. You know, you're <laughs> yeah. the haves. Well, you know, for the student as, athletes, yeah, they get the experience. Right. That's sure. what So as long as the have-nots don't, you know, have a resume that is argue, you, know, right. you can argue to me, that that's still fine to keep that in, if that makes sense. Uh, Casey, Casey just <laughs> Jack, I was in a TV interview. I am so sorry. Can I call you in five minutes? Like, how's tomorrow look? <laughs> so, TV guys, I tell you. TV guys, take it away. They are interviews. Uh, stick around. Uh, Common Man coming up next. Timberwolves basketball tonight against Toronto. At Toronto tonight, uh, the game is yours here. Couch Potato Radio, Derek Hansen on 790 KFGO. That's right. And Tony Herkis on with Hennessy and Tony Herkis. Oh, he had the one more shift uh, the last time. Oh, stick around. Common is next in 740 Defense.